Welcome to The Table. You are listening to the Kingstown Communion podcast with lead pastor Michelle Matthews. The Kingstown Communion is a new United Methodist Church existing to gather people into communion with Jesus Christ through courageous conversation, creative community, and collaborating for the common good. For more information about upcoming events and opportunities to serve, visit our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Kingstown Communion. We're glad that you're listening along with us. If you live close by, we hope you'll join us for worship in person. And if you ever feel so inclined to help us by giving financially, you can do so on our website, kingstowncommunion.net. My name is Mike McDaniel. Let's have a moment of silence, take a deep breath, and prepare our hearts for God. O Lord, our souls rise up to meet you today as the sun rises to meet the sun. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Your lesson today is Isaiah 53, verses 1 through 5. Who has believed our message, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot, and like a root out of the dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took upon our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds, we were healed. The scripture is, is important today because it's, it's hard to imagine someone suffering like that for all of us. Uh, you can picture uh, a man, just a common man like we are, walking through the streets and people not paying attention to him. And, and then at the final, his, his, his persecution and then his final uh, place on the cross. Uh, it's just difficult to understand that. And that, that to me, speaks volumes. That is the essence of, uh, of, of this Lent season. The book, the book well, good enough, is chapter 20. The title of it is Becoming Real. It has a, a parable in there. It, 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 and some of you may understand this and probably read it to your children, or it was read to you, The Velveteen Rabbit. Um, the Velveteen Rabbit is a story about a little stuffed animal that children loved, played with, dog-eared it, drug it around the house, and then all of a sudden, iPads showed up. 
and other little toys people play with, can, the children play with, and the Velveteen Rabbit was cast aside, not to be used anymore. But the Velveteen Rabbit took some advice from another animal. I believe they called him the Skin Horse. And the Skin Horse says, look, don't worry about it. And I'll quote a few things in the book. He said, real is not about how you're made, says the horse. It happened to you. It might hurt. And it happens slowly over time. But when you are really, really loved, you become real. Sometimes we worry that we are being undone, unmade, that we are simply losing our polish. But we are becoming like well-worn stuffies <laughs> that have been dragged everywhere and slept with, with every night and hugged to tatters. We become real through our wear and tear. That is, that goes almost to the heart of this, of, 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 the, of the verse today, because we have worn things out. We often look at ourselves as uh, being used up, but actually we're just, we're just starting. You can, you may look in the mirror or you may look at a favorite picture of you, that you had at one point and say, wow, I wish I could do that. That's, that's not me in that mirror. It's not me in that picture. I, I seem to be lost. So the velvet, the story of the Velveteen Rabbit struck me uh, uh, quite a bit because it's kind of like we are today. We get used up. We feel like we're used up. We're at the end. Um, nobody needs us. Nobody wants us. But it's but it's not true. Become because we we become wiser with age with a little bit of seasoning. There are a couple of questions I will put out and let you ponder a little bit. The first one is, did you have a comfort item as a child? What was that item? Think about that for a minute. While you're thinking about that, what do you turn toward for comfort now? When I was a child, um, my comfort was a baseball mitt. And I would take that baseball mitt to bed with me, I know, and couldn't wait to get home from school to play catch with my brother. Now, I played baseball till I was 16 years old, and then the leagues kind of ran out on me because I, you know, age catches up with you, even at that age. Um, I played with some real good guys. I played with some real bad guys. I don't know whether I was a bad player or a good player, but I do know I enjoyed it. So those are the things that I relished when I was young. Now, what do I look at? This is easy. I look at the world and all the things that are created. I enjoy getting up in the morning, now in the springtime, listening to the birds sing, watching the sunrise. I sit up in a bedroom, read a little while, and just enjoy the moment with just total silence. And those are the things I reach out for now. All the other little things that I have, cars, motorcycles, boats, I, that's fine, they're fun to have, but it's not something I reach for. The other question is, some may actually physically turn away from the sight of suffering, but there is one who never does, our God. Can you recall a time in your life when God felt especially close? For me, it was when my wife Barbara was in the hospital uh, January of the end, uh, January 2020. 
Um, she was going through cancer treatments and pretty much knew at that point, uh, you know, God had given the doctors all the skills they had, they needed to do everything they could for her. But they can only do so much. Um, sitting in her room, I asked God if he would, would end her suffering. And he knew what suffering was. So I asked him if he could just end her suffering. And a week later, he, he did. So that's, you know, that's, that's the thing where God was physically in that room with me when, when I did it. It wasn't there anybody else there, just Barbara and I and, and God. So that's, that's where we, that's, that's what we thought. The Isaiah reading today is about Jesus, who had nothing in his appearance to attract us. A man of suffering and familiar with pain. Lent is when we walk with Jesus toward the mysteries of his death and resurrection. When he appeared more alive, more real than ever before, God knows human suffering from the inside out. And whatever you bring God, hear it. God can hear it. You are never too much. Bring God all the reality you know too well, all the hurt and confusion, and even the stuff that looks the shabbiest, the velveteen rabbit. Talk it out. Honest prayer is where reality grows and comfort begins. Let us pray. God, I need you to show up in the midst of my most fragile humanity. Make yourself present to me in my pain and loss and fear. Remind me I never walk alone. Amen. Table of the Lord. There is peace at the table of the Lord.